Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow patriots. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. We were just talking about the war on police and the crime that's increased in our cities. And all of us are feeling it. And all of us are very concerned. The carjackings are way up. Like hundreds of percentage are just in New York. In California, small towns. One close to, to my family is up and they're concerned driving home. They take side streets before they go to their residence in case they're being followed. It's really that bad. And crime in New York has up so high. Look at what's going on with the subways. The people that are being murdered down there, the stabbings. They said that the uh, homicides are up 43% from last year and the rapes are up 236%. Do you hear that, ladies? 236% the rapes are up in New York. That's very scary. And Pinocchio Joe is not really addressing the problem. He is still blaming COVID for all the crime, which is insane. You know, it's kind of funny how the CDC has concealed the large portion of COVID data. What's going on there? Soon to find out. And I'm not sure many of you are aware either. Just kind of throwing this in there, a little twist of the topic. But Pinocchio Joe has lifted all sanctions against Iran and giving them more money again. Remember when Obama shipped billions of our money, cash and gold to Iran? And then they're just and then they were going in with their nuclear and building all this nuclear bombs and stuff. And then Trump put all these sanctions on them squeezed them. They were kind of freaking out. They had no means. They they seized their bank accounts and all this other stuff. And it was awesome. And Pinocchio Joe lifted all of it. And he's just destroying. That's why there's so much chaos in the world. You know, it's just, it's scary what's going on, but it's real. You know, and speaking about seizing banks, are you aware under Obama, he made it uh, passed into law that the banks can seize our Savings seize our accounts. Are you aware of that? Are you aware that Obama made it legal that our military, for the first time in our history, can kill American citizens? That was very alarming. He used, and it didn't sit well with me, but it made sense at the time. He used the Taliban. I don't know if you guys remember, there was a, a 
a white kid, an American kid. He was 15 years old, maybe. He was dressed as a Taliban, probably a setup, but he was dressed as a Taliban. And so we were over there bombing the Taliban. And in case, you know, that's an American citizen. So Obama passed a law that our military can kill American citizens. I'm not sure if many of you guys are aware of that. So it takes me now to more today. Look at Venezuela. They were a very rich country 15, 20 years ago. And then Maduro and those other guys got in there and they went and did this socialist stuff. They did kind of the same thing. They weaned out the military of the good the good guys, just like they're doing right now with our military. They've got half of them woke and half of them, you know, regular military soldiers, and they're dividing them. And they're weaning out the good soldiers between, you know, the ones who won't get vaccinated. They're giving them their papers. And now, right now, they have been training, retraining our military to go more woke. And look at the Capitol Police that Pelosi weaned out She has a general that is there who is like a communist. She made sure and vetted all of, was there 4,000 military that's present at the Capitol? And she vetted all of them, checked their family Facebook pages and stuff to make sure they were, none of them were Trump supporters because those are the ones that were excused. Kind of reminds me of what they're doing in Venezuela. They, you know, how do they get the military that would actually kill their citizens and attack their citizens? That's kind of like what we're being set up to do here. And it also reminds me of when Russia had access to Ukraine's power grids back in 2014. Well, two weeks after Pinocchio Joe took office back in January 20th, he gave China access to our power grids. And within the last two months, about two months, give or take a few, China put up a a rocket up into space that takes out satellites. Are you aware that we have over 4,000 satellites orbiting our planet? Isn't that crazy? So when you look back at what's going on with other countries and the sanctions and the domination of these countries, just think about China and what they are getting themselves in position to do with us. And also Venezuela, when they confiscated their guns and their bank accounts and where 5 million people vacated the country in one week and just the military was attacking their citizens. Remember when Trump was trying to give them food, medical, just supplies and Venezuela military stopped them at all costs? That was so horrific, those poor people. And when the election was going on, they were singing the American national anthem. They were chanting Trump, Trump, Trump. And so was Hong Kong. They were doing the same thing. They were singing the national anthem and they were cheering for Trump to win the election to save the free world from these communists. And that's why China and Soros all jumped in and they had to beat Trump. And why I said, how could Pinocchio Joe be in office knowing they rigged the election that he actually didn't win? Who can do that? Remember what he said? He said on live on air, I watched him say it with my mouth dropped like, did he just admit it? He says, we, and I quote, I believe it was October 24th, 2020, Joe Biden said, we have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Boom. That is exactly what he said. I could not believe he said it, but he did. And it was like, wow. Many people heard it who were going to vote for him and did change their minds. And all of us who already knew how he worked and knew that it was 
a possibility how rigged it was. We're just like, wow, he just admitted it. But of course, big tech squashed it from being publicized before the election. And if you pub- if you posted it, you either got Facebook jail or banned off Twitter and they squashed it just like they do everything else. You know, we talked earlier a little bit, touched on the Freedom Convoy in Canada. Not sure some of you are aware that Pinocchio Joe did call Trudeau when he was about ready to cave. And next thing you know, he stood his ground, uh, Trudeau did, and threatened to take the truckers' animals and destroy them. I kid you not. And sent to the police. They were peaceful protesters. 90% of them were vaccinated. They just don't want the mandates. We are fighting against the tyranny that infiltrated the government. Other convoys blocking in Canada were able to successfully remove the mandates, but not Trudeau in Ottawa. So they were successful at arresting 100 people. Hopefully we will see them again. Not like how they're treating the poor people from January 6th that were set up and put in jail and living in inhumane conditions. It's horrible what's going on there. So now we have the Freedom Convoy in America and other countries too as well. But the one in in, uh, America is organized by Bob Bolas. And now Pelosi has the Capitol Police out about a mile putting up dump trucks and big snow plows or whatever, big, big equipment to block access to the Capitol because they know that these convoys are coming. So Bob Bellis this morning, he said that that's okay. We're going to be like a boa constrictor and tighten the Capitol. So I'm not, not really sure what they have in mind, what they're going to do. But from what the sounds of it is, they're going to circle around where this convoy, where they already have the Capitol Police in, and they're going to tighten the screws on the Capitol. This is going to be interesting to see. So it's like, stay tuned. I don't know if people uh, are aware either that in the 70s, the farmers drove their tractors and columbines, and they drove them and blocked off the Capitol back then. And they released goats onto the grass to graze. And they were there for a couple months, but they did some damage there. I don't know if this is going to be a repeat or not, but that guy, Bob Bullis, he was was a a little amusing this morning. So it's going to be interesting to see what these guys do. But I support the convoy simply because they are fighting for freedom and to stop the overreach by our governments. It needs to stop. And that being said, take a break and we'll be back. But you are listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. I hope everyone out there is having a great day. And I wanted to take this time to wish President Trump a happy President's Day. There is so much going on in the world today and at the home front. It's scary to see how much has changed in just one year. Can you imagine what it's going to be like a year from now? A typical Democrat MO is to do all this destruction and bring all this awareness to so many people then eight nine months before the election give or take a few like right about now they try and do good things like in this case they're opening up the country again getting some people back to work pretending like his word actually means something and having showing a little bit of strength in the world today trying to put sanctions on putin when in fact in his first week he removed over 58 or maybe it was 58 did reversals on executive orders on Trump's policies, which took away regulations on 
Russia and Iran and China. And now he's trying to put sanctions on Russia again. A little late there, buddy. What a screw up. Just constant screw up. You know, these two fake people in our White House are so embarrassing. Like the cringe Harris went overseas and was acting all presidential. Oh, God. Every time she opens her mouth or just every time I see her, I cringe. Ugh, she's so horrible. She's a horrible person. If she wasn't, you know, if she was nice person doing things for the American people and not so selfish and so spiteful and just so evil, then it would be a different animal. But she's just horrible and she's hurting all of us. She did the same thing when she was in California to the Californians. And many of you know, she was down 30 something percent when she was running for attorney general. She calls Willie Brown when he was mayor of San Francisco for help. Overnight, she she, you know, she called him for help. She did a few favors. And now, you know, most of us say that she would make a fortune off of knee pads. She should call them willy pads. She would make a fortune. And most of you know what I'm talking about. And that being said, that night was the election. And in the morning, she ends up winning another Californian rigged election. And then she's, you know, all of a sudden, Senator. And she's just, ugh. I knew that they wanted her in the White House no matter what. When during the election, or right in the beginning of it, California wiped her record clean. And then during the Jesse Smollett incident, she was over there hanging out with Kim Fox and saying what a great job she was doing. She was hanging out with the Obamas. And right then, it was like, there's another red flag that she was chosen to be in the White House no matter what. The corruption is thick, very thick. And the homeless in California continues to rise. And it's mostly Americans. I don't see any illegals that are coming over our border that's on the homeless under these tents, staying on the street corners with signs begging for food or money, you know, to feed their animals or what have you. You know, I'm not even sure that many of you are aware one week before the Super Bowl, all of the tents and the homeless in the perimeter around the Super Bowl had to be cleared out so the media and the world watching the Super Bowl would not see the homeless and the problem this the county and the state actually has with homeless population. There's just there's 15,000 homeless in Los Angeles alone. And they're expecting that to double in less than four years. I'm not sure if people are aware either. You know, Malibu and Venice Beach, especially Venice Beach, used to be like, what, Muscle Beach? and used to be the place to go to. And you could walk the streets and in the beach and enjoy yourself and have family outings. Not anymore. I mean, sure, I'm sure there, there's few that do. But every day, every night, there are shootings every night. And you know the Democrats are creating this crime wave. They're creating the chaos. They've tried everything to eliminate our second amendment. So what better way than to create total chaos in these big cities, just like we've talked about before in Chicago, you know, for what, 10 years or more with the most strict gun laws and the most shootings and killings weekend after weekend and weekend. And it's horrible. And it was only a matter of time before it was spread to other big cities, the same big cities that Obama put in the UN police back in 2015. 
while they live in their underground worlds, palaces. You know, I never really realized how huge and how elaborate they were with neighborhoods, agriculture, lakes, shopping centers, animals, horses, dogs, cows, creeks, rivers. I mean, they have, it's like a whole world underground. I never really realized how big they were. I'm telling you, house after house after house, neighborhoods, until Trump gave Netanyahu those bombs that can actually take out tunnels. Nobody else would, everyone refused Netanyahu until Trump. And then if you guys remember, right after January 20th, was it March, April, when Hamas and Israel were fighting and Netanyahu used that bomb that took out the tunnels and that stopped the war between Hamas and Israel like a month later, give or take a few. Well, what happened was when they used that bomb, it uncovered a huge city under the city. And that's when I just didn't realize myself and did a little research and found that there were there's a lot of evidence of these big, huge cities. I know 15, 20 years ago in the Midwest, there was these earthquakes and it was really unusual. It was like, God, I feel bad for those people in the Midwest. They have to deal with earthquakes now in addition to tornadoes. Wow, that was that was a bummer for them. Well, you know, the media, of course, said it was earthquakes. Come to find out they weren't really earthquakes. They Well, they were. But they were because of bombing underground, creating these huge, enormous cities. A friend of mine has a ranch close by to one of them, and it's in the Midwest. It's all fenced off hundreds of miles in perimeter. No one is, it's a restricted area. No one is allowed to go in. And there's a little area that's guarded. And there's a huge like overhead commercial door to be able to get in and out to the side of the mountain. And he swears it's an underground facility. Then another friend of mine who was injured building those huge bridges like in San Francisco and so he's having to resort to being a truck driver. And he was telling me a story in a different area in the Midwest from the other guy on a ranch that he has delivered into one of these areas. He says you go into one of these big, huge commercial doors. And then when you go in with your truck, you go down and it curves. And if you take the if you just turn the truck just one wrong way, you can wipe out the whole side of your truck. And then if you look online, you can you know look at underground taverns or underground cities. It'll show you a huge parking lot underground to where you can turn your truck around. Make sure you have areas, you know, turn out your, your, your big rig. But he said it's super secure. And on the side of the parking lot, my friend who drives the truck said that uh, there's a huge, enormous, like three, four story tall commercial door. And there's it's guarded and there's nobody able to go in and out. I'm just, you know, there's no evidence. There's no proof. It's just word on the street, talk on the street. So these Democrats are creating all this chaos for us up here while they're down there underground. You know, I think I have this image sometimes of George Soros, you know, like the end of the movie of Wizard of Oz, <laughs> the, little, the little guy who's sitting at that, the wizard who sits at the big computer at the end of the movie, <laughs> who created all the chaos throughout the, without, throughout the movie. That's what I think George Soros is like. This, he's like a mad scientist behind his big computer creating chaos for all of us. So people have been asking, why is all of this crime increasing? What's going on? How can it be? Well, let's see. Trump deported MS-13 and all the criminals, like we talked about, 
And with our money, our taxpaying dollars that got them exported, Pinocchio Joe is bringing them back in. And he gave them an apology and brought all these criminals back. What's going on here? Do you remember that big, huge, after Hurricane Katrina, there was that big, huge hurricane in Texas. It was really bad. And Obama was still president. And right by the border, it uncovered like a football field of buried ammo, guns. And just after Eric Holder, you know, was in contempt of Congress for that fast and furious, selling all of our guns to like to the cartel and stuff. It's like we're supplying the enemy with weapons to injure us, take us out. And it sounds, you know, like a movie. It sounds far-fetched, but really, is it? Look what's going on. And so right now, they're in a position where they can't take our Second Amendment, take it our rights. So they're going other avenues. Soros is going different avenues. They're creating chaos in these big cities. They're going to try and call martial law on us. There's something. I have no facts. This is just seems like their pattern. And I don't know how they're going to do it. But Obama's eldest daughter, when she was at Harvard, she did a paper that she can't wait till 2030 when there's no more white people. Agenda 30. I don't have any, I don't have any facts. This is just talk on the street. And then I know um, of somebody, I, I can't give any names. He works at one of the prisons in California. And fact, and he's a very, he's a patriot. He's a good old boy. Doesn't fib, doesn't, you know, doesn't lie. He said that one of the cartels in prison, it was bragging. And he says he can't wait till they get their word to attack and take out white people, women, children. And it just seems like that's what they're setting this whole crime wave up for. They're going soft on criminals. They're letting people out that have committed horrific crimes. And then the people that are good people are putting them, putting them away like the people of January 6th. What a setup that was. Look at, look at what just happened with the Canada truckers that, you know, they arrested 100 people. Are we ever going to see those people again? Look what they did to the Bundy Ranch and with Lavoie Finnicum shooting him in the back and murdered him. Our own feds did. I mean, there's just so much going on. And I've been wondering, too, why are they getting these criminals out of our prisons. Why are they closing prisons in California? I ask that quite a bit. What's going on there? It's like they're making room for good people, you know, almost like affirmative action where they transferred, you know, good people who were qualified for jobs. And because they weren't minorities, they didn't get the job. So minorities got the jobs. It's kind of like what's going on. They flipped, they're flipping things. So is that what they're doing here with the prisons as well? I don't have any proof, just just questions, speculations, talk on the street. And look at the attack on the police. Under Obama, he started the hate on the police, and it started to snowball. I remember when Al Sharpton, when he owed millions in taxes, and he was going to the White House like three, four, five times in a week, and it was like, what is going on there? And he came out and poof, Black Lives Matter was created in Baltimore, you know, around Baltimore and the chaos in that city. And they started to hate cops at that time. They're targeting black people. They're racist. And they were making martyrs like George Floyd 
you know, people who actually were criminals and maybe maybe it might have been excessive force by the police. I honestly don't know. But the, I do know that they're taking these people and they're making the martyrs. They want to take the John Wayne Airport. John Wayne. They tried to call John Wayne a racist. He was married to a Hispanic who doesn't even speak English. He's not a racist. He was a good American. And they tried to make him racist. They want to change his the airport to George Floyd Airport, if you can believe that. There is something bigger going on here, and it all has to do with the woke. I mean, this vaccine is a perfect example, too. They're taking the people who are not vaccinated out of the military, out of the hospitals, you know, the staffing. The, the last year, the truckers and the nurses and doctors were the heroes. And this year, they're zeros if they're not vaccinated. And the police, they're doing the same to the police. They're making it difficult. They're, they're quitting in record numbers. Just last month, Seattle, 20 police officers left last month. They're struggling to hire new police officers. 170 left last year alone in Seattle. You know, the violence and the crime is up 20% since last year, the violence. And then 40% increase in shootings is up. And then look at de Blasio. I believe he closed the schools or made it harder for people to join the police academy or he eliminated the academy or both. So nobody can even join the police force they wanted. The New York police was the best police in the world. And de Blasio dismantled it by, you know, it just, he's just so corrupt. The war on police is horrible. And I will be having a police officer on the show very soon to speak his truths and what's going on, give you more evidence and more proof of what they are actually experiencing. I know it's hard to get him on right now because he is working 16-hour shifts. So it's really tough to get him on, but he's, he's, he is committed and he is going to come on. So I'm looking forward to that. But right now we're going to take a break, fellow patriots, and we'll be right back with Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. <laughs> 